Hello everybody and welcome back to 100 Years 100 Movies. This is a bonus episode uh, for the season of The Witch, actually. We're about halfway through the month coming up on Halloween and I was thinking about being a dad and kind of how you go about introducing horror movies to your kids. Now, I'm not some kind of like terrible monster who's going to show my kids who are six into something like Cannibal Holocaust and scar them for life. But, you know, I, I was, recently I started sh showing them the um, the TV show Gravity Falls. I actually started probably about mid-September and it's kind of become part of their bedtime routine. They'll watch either a new episode or um, they'll rewatch some of the um, other, other episodes. And for those who don't aren't aware because they don't watch the Disney Channel at nauseum like I have to. Uh, Gravity Falls was this show uh, created by Alex Hirsch. It's an animated animated series that ran for um, uh, ran over four years from 2012 to 2016. Uh, it was 40 episodes in length, and the show is about these two twins, uh, Mabel and Dipper Pines, who go to the fictitious town of Gravity Falls, Oregon, to spend time with with their uncle Stan. Um, the the town itself has a lot of supernatural elements and creatures that reside within it and the uh, mabel and dipper mostly dipper kind of go around trying to find out um what these creatures are and uh, he finds this um this journal and the, the story really kind of revolves around him trying to find the author of the journal and then once he's found it's about trying to stop um armageddon uh and this this is a kid's show <laughs> i might ask i might add so um it was originally on on, on the disney channel then went to disney xd which is like for for preteens and teenagers uh but this show is great like somebody once referred to it as uh i was listening to a podcast or something or and they kind of it was it wasn't even like a about movies or anything i think it was like a comic book podcast this was years ago when the show was originally on and it um they, they referred to it as twin peaks for kids which like i've never seen twin seen twin peaks but i know enough of it to kind of know that yes that really is kind of what the vibe is because we have like this kind of monster of the week sort of format and this overarching mystery related to this journal the author of the journal um this entity called bill cipher and the secret history of the town and their their grunkle stan and kind of like what he really knows is going on in the town and you know this is this is a show that sends up a lot of different things i mean they have like um an episode where they have a creature that's like straight up like the thing from john carpenter's the thing um they have um zombies on the show they have um like episodes that either are directly inspired by or have references to movies like movies or movie genres like there's an episode that's kind of like the hand that rocked the cradle there's an episode that um it, it's like their halloween episode even though it's it's in summer so it's called summerween where they have this creature that eats um children it's made out of old loser candy as they call it and um within that episode they watch these like 1950s style really cheesy um horror movies and my kids really enjoy it and it's really kind of been almost like this kind of gateway for um for horror for them and, and one that it was was kind of unexpected like i had shown this like i tried to get my daughter to watch this when she was like maybe i mean she was like two so probably wasn't appropriate not like the most appropriate show to show her uh not that there's anything like super graphic or anything like that it's still a show on the disney channel you know um 
but I tried to show this to her earlier and she just didn't take to it. And um, this time it's really kind of taken. It's really, really kind of been something that's grabbed her attention. And the other day I was watching it and she had asked to watch this one episode. And as I was flipping through, there's an episode with zombies. And my son, who is actually two years old, just started chanting zombies, zombies, zombies. And I, I was so proud that he wanted to watch this show about zombies. I almost shed a tear. And at the same time, I was like, oh, God, what the fuck am I doing with my kids? But um, in any case, this is, I mean, this is a show wherein, you know, they raise the dead and then they defeat them by singing a three-part a three-part harmony, um, which is basically um, Mabel Stan and their grunkles, uh, I'm sorry, Mabel Dipper and their grunkle Stan um, singing... Um, like a 1980s style pop song by Ampersandro, which is obviously a made up, made up person. But um, that's really the cool thing about the show. There's a lot of references to the 80s. Uh, like there's one episode where they just straight up, um, Mabel, who has a pig, just uh, straight up does the whole like dance montage from The Breakfast Club, which is amazing. In any case, this is just a big roundabout way that of me saying, I kind of was thinking about what's like the best movies to really show to kids to get them to... Uh, or to introduce them to horror. Because as I said, you know, I'm not a monster and I don't think most people are. You're not going to be like, here, watch Cannibal Holocaust. This will make you grow some hair on your chest, right? Or you're not going to put on a slasher movie or something super violent or super gory, right? Um, but almost kind of like, what would be the best thing to really get them to to um, kind of, like, what are the best gateways for um, for horror, you know? And and I, and I thought of, of a list of movies I just kind of wanted to touch upon real quick. So this is why this is a bonus episode. I, I could probably do a whole thing on, a whole episode on um, just horror movies for kids because there's plenty of them. And um, we're not really in the heyday of them, although I, I kind of feel like we're starting to, at the very least, um, some are cult classics or some are cult classics that are becoming more mainstream, while others, um, there's still some that are kind of being made to this day. But, I, you know, I was thinking about it, and my daughter, even though she didn't take to Gravity Falls when she was younger, one of her favorite movies, which I have talked about, and I, I remember mentioning this, was The Nightmare Before Christmas. And The Nightmare Before Christmas is amazing. It's a great movie. Um, Tim Burton, I mean, wrote the story that it's based on. It's not his movie. Like, he didn't create, he didn't do the movie, although it's all based on his on his artwork and his um, his little short story that he wrote. And she loved it, you know. And The Nightmare Before Christmas is great. It's a really good, I think entryway into horror and speaking of tim burton i think another movie that he did which came out more recently that would is also a really great um gateway for kids <laughs> is frankenweenie and, and, and i realize i'm talking about these movies like gateway drugs but um you know kind of what they are man like once you get a taste of horror and you really enjoy it you, you're gonna want to get more right um frankenweenie frankenweenie is great it's this um throwback to like vincent price and because, um, you know, um, Burton's obsessed kind of with, with Vincent Price, but it's a throwback to like Vincent Price and um, 1950s and, um, well, not even 1950s, like more like just creature features from the 50s and also kind of like the Universal Monsters. We have these pets like Frank and Weenie, like the dog, obviously it's like the Frankenstein's monster. Um, the little kid is named Victor in it. Um, there's like a cat that becomes like a, a vampire cat. Um, these sea um these sea monkeys that become kind of like the gill man um but there's even like um 
oh it's like a lizard that becomes basically like godzilla there's like a mummy rat um it's really fun it's really inventive um but i think that's just a, a good movie for kids to watch um and these both movies are stop animation and another uh, a stop animation movie that i really think maybe for kids that are a little older um maybe like 10 or up for them to watch um would be Coraline. Coraline's amazing it's it was directed uh, sorry um based on the story by neil gaiman and it's really good it's a bit more disturbing um probably has much much more disturbing horror elements than the other movies i've mentioned but i think it's it's a movie that at least for kids that are a little older is worth them checking out recently um actually last i believe it was last year um there was an adam's family animated movie that that came out which my daughter actually really enjoyed and that i think is actually really good it, it really captures the um the essence of the Adams family and it really feels like this updated version of the movies maybe not so much the tv show but definitely of the movies and I think it has a good a good message because at the end it, it's really about kind of being accepting of people as they are and the voice cast is great like I I know that age-wise it really wouldn't work but um having like Oscar Isaac and Charlize Theron as uh, Gomez and Morticia Adams. And this is where the age thing comes up, not so much with them, but like Chloe Grace Moretz as Wednesday and um, Finn Wolfhard as Pugsley because of the huge age gap between them kind of wouldn't work. Um, you know, I think that they did a really good um, with casting. I think Nick Kroll is, is festering, if I remember correctly. But um, it's a fun it's a fun movie. Definitely, definitely worth um, showing to your kids. Um I think speaking of Disney, their Disney's given us plenty of movies that I think would be great for for children, such as um, Halloween Town, which is a um, Disney movie ch uh, channel original, which is about this um, girl who finds out that she comes from a family of witches who live in Halloween Town, which is where basically all the stuff that we associate with Halloween is part of that town. So there's you know witches and warlocks and ghosts and goblins and trolls and, and all that good stuff. Um, there's if I remember correctly, their cab driver in is a um, skeleton man. It's a fun movie. It's um, kind of you know it's a cute movie, and, and, there, and there's actually plenty of other like there's like zombies, which is a musical about high school kids that are being educated. High school zombies are being educated into like regular high school um, for uh, from the Disney Channel. But talking about like big screen, there was also like Hocus Pocus, which has now become like this huge fucking thing um, alongside The Night Before Christmas. And it's a lot of fun, you know, having the Sanderson sisters, um, having Barbara Streisand like singing I Got a Spell on You. And where I put a, I'm sorry, Bette Midler, not Barbara Streisand, <laughs> Bette Midler singing, you know, I Put a Spell on You. And, um, you know, it's a it's a fun movie. Definitely worth um and worth um you know the clout that it's received over the years especially considering that this was a movie that massively massively flopped when it was released um but the the other um that's not to say that all um kids movies or movies that i think are good gateways for kids are you know aren't going to be a bit more um difficult for them to watch uh like I think back, like something that I watched when I was a kid was Beetlejuice, and I think for for me that was fine. Uh, thinking about it now, there's probably some issues there. Probably not the best thing to show to kids. Might be a bit too scary for them. Um, the Witches, which is based on the Roald Dahl um, um, book, book, and that's I think being remade for HBO Max with Anne Hathaway. Um, the the original with Angelica Houston is great. It is a bit scarier, kind of maybe for older kids like Coraline. <laughs> 
And there was also like this Toy Story short, which I had mentioned about, I think I had referenced um, when I talked about the Toy Story movies, uh, Toy Story of Terror, which along the same lines as um, Frank and Weenie just kind of plays up the whole idea of 1950s creature features and kind of the rules, quote unquote, of a horror movie. And that's Mr. Prickly Plants, Timothy Dalton, who's giving you the rules of the horror movies. Um, and honestly, like this just came out um, like a week ago or maybe a little bit over a week ago. But um, Hubie Halloween, which is an Adam Sandler movie uh, direct to Netflix. Um, it's Adam Sandler, so you kind of, you get, like, a lot of run, random weird shit in it because it's Adam Sandler, and you get to see all the Adam Sandler people that, that you would come to expect from, uh, from his movies. And I know some people aren't the biggest fans of Sandler, but, um, or they were and kind of gone away with from him. But, you know, this is just a really fun kind of throwback, uh, sort of has that feel of a 1980s, um, like, horror comedy where the whole town it reminds me a lot of like Ernest Scared Stupid where the whole town is just fucking dicks to um to Adam Sandler's character Hubie um they call him stuff like Pubie and they just play pranks on him all day but um there's this whole central story of like the the, the central story is like it's Halloween day and someone is uh taking people out of like taking out townsfolk and there may be a werewolf too. Uh, this movie is very, very dumb, but very, very enjoyable. And I think, like, my daughter enjoyed it, so I think it's something that I wouldn't have necessarily thought of to show to kids, but um, I think they'd enjoy it. So, I mean, that's it. I just kind of wanted to toss those out there um, for this bonus episode. And uh, thank you for listening. Um, like I said, we're about halfway through the month at this point, halfway through our countdown. And, you know, we'll still be here and we'll be back tomorrow.